0: the Healthy Family Show, and I'm your host, Jenny Hatch. I'm going to do a general invite to everybody who follows me, and it's the first time I've ever done this, so inviting the subscribers to the show, invited everybody who follows me, and let's talk about what's going on in the culture. So, We've had some big truth bombs going off all this past week around the exposure of some pedophile networks tied to the Bellagia story, and it appears like there's just some some stuff being exposed. And I have a deep interest in this topic because of some situations in my own personal life I have shared some of my story in various places, but, um, to me, the culture war that we're engaged in right now with the schools and with what's appropriate for little children to be exposed to is the heart of this war. And so because my show is dedicated to supporting parents, Especially young parents who are just getting started. Um, I really feel, you know, called in my heart to share my thoughts on these topics and engage with anyone who's interested on how we can better help protect and help keep our kids safe from the networks of pedophiles out there. I started hearing about a Twitter group on the direct messaging side of Twitter, probably like four years ago, I'm thinking. And it was just rumors that there was more child porn on Twitter than perhaps anywhere else. And Elon Musk has pretty much confirmed that this past week. He has been very open about exposing it and talking about it. And I think to the shock and surprise of many people, who perhaps were using Twitter to share their child porn and buy and sell kids that um, perhaps some of them are running a little scared right now because this is felonious type behavior that when you are prosecuted for it carries some pretty serious and hefty um, sentences in terms of going to prison and I just think the chill you're feeling right now and I'm feeling it uh, in the whole culture is one of I think there's been a feeling of anything goes when it comes to little children and for the people who've had that attitude whether they work for the fashion industry or they are involved in you know any kind of nefarious stuff tied to children, I really think many of them believed that they were never going to be found out and exposed. And it was just sort of um, the way they chose to live their lives, buying and selling child porn, buying and selling kids, and that they would never be held accountable. And so I really think what you're seeing right now with all of the flouncing, going on on Twitter, all these people just saying, oh, I can't be here anymore because of Elon or whatever, um, that perhaps they're a little bit nervous that they might be exposed for what they've done on Twitter. So I welcome that, the exposure. When I tried to start outing the pedophiles who had ruined my life in 2001, um, I started speaking up very loudly to various people and was immediately hit with a threat of a lawsuit, which put a chill on my demands for justice. And so um, I know how it feels to be the one seeking justice and then squashed. Um, and so I'm, I'm standing in solidarity with the other victims. But more than that, I would like for all of us people of goodwill, to come to an agreement that we want to make the world safer for the little ones. And I think if we can agree on just that one point, no matter what your political persuasion is or how you choose to live your own life, religiously or politically, um, I think we can all agree on that, that people of goodwill want to help the next generation of children growing up to have a better and happier life. And so that's what I'm all about. That's what my work is dedicated to. And it has been so joyful for me over the last couple of weeks to partner with a group of activists, grandparents mostly, but also concerned citizens in the state of Vermont who are right now deeply concerned about a curriculum that's coming into their school and they're standing up in opposition to it. And I am a part of the fair National Group, as well as the Boulder Chapter Leader for FAIR Colorado. And so for the past few months, I've engaged in some activism with that group around school issues. And this group has brought me in as a kind of consultant to help them fight back against what's called the Delphi Technique. And the Delphi Technique has been used for decades to take over our institutions and it's an incredibly um, unethical way of manipulating people who want to be contributing to making our society better. And one of the things they will do is when you're invited to a community meeting for community input and participation is they will have a predetermined outcome of where they want the group to go. And then they will in- use these incredibly manipulative techniques to um kind of massage the group and bully and control them and to making them believe that what was determined at the meeting was what the community wanted. And then they'll use kind of some subterfuge tactics to, um, to make it appear like what, what is what was accepted by the school or the city council or whatever was because of the community input when nothing could be further from the truth The predetermined consensus was already in place. The dog and pony show was set up. And whether it's covered by the media or not, these tactics are used. The the citizens are sent home thinking that they have owned the process and participated and everybody's happy. And no, they've just been manipulated. And, you know, um, we make another giant leap towards socializing everything. And so, Working with these families, there's just a a few of them who've stepped up to try to fight back against their school district, but it's been so joyful to see how interested they are in learning how to diffuse the Delphi technique, fight back against it effectively, and even out it as an unethical uh, breach of trust with the public. And so I'm going to be doing some more reporting on that on my Substack over the next few weeks but it has been so joyful to work with a group who understands the way that they've just been manipulated and are very open to the tactics that I've been sharing with them to push back. And to me, it's a little microcosm, just one school district, just one group of activists who are fed up with what's happening in their schools and they're standing up and fighting back and nobody's funding us. Nobody's manipulating us. We're just concerned about what's happening to our children especially the little ones in the schools. And so I've been very happy to be a part of this group. And I look forward to doing a lot of this type of work in the years to come. Because just like the left overtook all the institutions, I believe we can win them back. I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. I'm even joyful about the future. And I, I believe that we can uh, restore our American republic from the bottom up at the school board level, the city council level, and put put the gears of government back in the hands of elected officials who've been freely elected by the people in their communities and that local control of everything from our schools to our own political processes can be detached from the federal government, federal dollars. And our, our republic restored to the glorious, uh, freewheeling republic that we were always meant to be. So these are the thoughts on my heart today. And um, look for this messaging to continue on this show, the Healthy Family Show with Jenny Hatch, and at my Substack, which is healthyfamilies.substack.com. Thanks so much for stopping by. I hope you are having a great day.